0: Welcome to this second episode in our Fun Fragments mini-series. And I can't quite believe I'm saying this, but we've already raised, last time I looked, £2,500 towards making Wooden Overcoats Season 3 for you all. And I cannot tell you how thrilled I am and all of the rest of the team are, so thank you all for your generosity so far. And as promised, the second episode of Fun Fragments by brilliant podcast writer, writer of Bright Sessions, Lauren Shippen is just about to come up. But just a reminder, we need to make £8,000 to make the show for you. And if we can raise £10,000, which is our stretch goal, we'll be able to bring every one of our backers an exclusive episode, Rudyard Ruins Summer, the Wooden Overcoats Summer Special. So do head over to woodenovercoats.com and follow the links to our Kickstarter. And All your help is enormously, enormously appreciated because we love making the show for you guys. But for now, here's the second fun fragment.
1: Fun Fragments of Wooden Overcoats Where were you when the lights went out? At Home in the Dark by Lauren Shippen
2: Listen to that, Madeline. What time is it? I suppose I ought to go to bed. Won't sleep with that going on, there. It'd be nice to see some dry weather now and again. You know, some people like storms. There you are. I don't share your enthusiasm. Of course I'm not scared. I'm simply... <laughs> oh, for... Madeline? Where are you? Oh, sorry! Sorry, it's not my fault! I can't see anything! Antigone! Antigone! Could you come up here,
1: please? It better be important, Roger. i I'm in the middle of embalming Mrs. Tumbling. At this hour? Not everyone reads before bed.
2: Well, she'll have to wait. Why? Look around you. The power's gone out. Has it? You didn't notice?
1: I am rather used to the dark. Well, I'm not. Then put the power back on.
2: I can't put the power back on. I didn't put it off in the first place. Or has the massive thunderstorm going on outside completely escaped your notice? I
1: didn't want you expect me to do about it. Well... Oh. You can help me find some candles.
2: We can't just sit here in the pitch black, can we? You speak for yourself. Antigone. Fine.
1: Ah! Found one. Yes!
2: Oh, no, it's... It's just an old carrot. A very old carrot. Where? You clever old mouse!
1: Clever young mouse!
2: Antigone, I've got one!
1: Mm, yes, really. Were you even searching? It doesn't matter anymore, does it? You found one.
2: Hand me the matches, please. Here. One match.
1: It's all we've got.
2: Naturally. Ah. Hmm.
1: Not a very big candle, is it?
2: No. First, at least we can see now. A little.
1: And what a little there is to see. Ah! Oh, let me go, Roger, I like having that arm. What's the matter with you? You think you've never been in a storm before? Some people like them.
2: Yes, thank you, Madeline. It's just the combination of the noise and the dark and the cold that's all of it. Creepy, I suppose, is the word.
1: Don't you think? Creepy? Yes. Roger... We own a funeral home. What's your point? Never mind. I'm returning to the mortuary and getting on with my day. It
2: isn't day, it's night.
1: Death doesn't care what time it is. Good night, Roger.
2: No, 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 just... Wait until the power comes back on. You're not scared, are you? I wouldn't ask you to stay if I wasn't, would I? (sighs) Oh... Did you just sigh the candle
1: out? Er, it seems so, yeah. Well, this is
2: just perfect, isn't it? Stuck in the dark until who knows when with you. You told
1: me to stay.
2: Oh, don't rub it in. We all make mistakes. Oh,
1: why don't you just go back to bed? In this racket. I think it's soothing. You would. And for that matter, how come everyone I know seems to be scared of the dark?
2: I'm not scared of the dark. Just irritating when you can't see anything around you.
1: I used to find it peaceful. Oh, here we go. In the dark, you're left alone with your thoughts. No one expects anything from you or stares at you, and oblivion feels remarkably close at hand. Of course, my eyes got used to the dark a long time ago, so even those pleasures are denied to me now.
2: I don't want to be left alone with my thoughts. I
1: don't particularly want to be left alone with your thoughts either, so if you don't mind... And take me! Please. Look, the storm's outside. There's nothing in here... What is there to be afraid of?
2: The mind plays funny tricks sometimes.
1: You get used to it.
2: Sometimes I see him. Chapman? No. Our father. Looking rather sad. And um, disappointed. In you? Mm. Though you didn't have to leap to that conclusion quite so quickly.
1: Look, he'd no reason to be disappointing you. At least it's not as if he was any better.
2: Of course, Mum was always closer to you.
1: As much as she could be close to anyone. But it's just us now, Rajad. In our home, there's nothing lurking in the shadows and nothing for us to be scared of.
2: And by morning, the storm will have ended. Thank you.
1: Now, do you mind if I get back to work? No.
2: See you tomorrow, Antigone.
1: Good night, Roger. Ah!
2: Hello, Funs. A bit blustery out there, isn't it? Chapman. Chapman!
1: What are you doing here all wet and windswept and withering withering on the withering heights?
2: Antigone. Shut up. Sorry, I didn't mean to intrude. It just had some extra torches, so I thought I'd go around the village and make sure everyone's well taken care of. There. Much better, wouldn't you say? Some of us prefer the dark.
1: What, are you outrageous...
2: Yes, well, better carry on, Chapman. I'm sure you've many more darkened houses to brighten up. Well, so. well, actually, everyone else has made their own arrangements. Fun Funeral seems to be the only dark spot in the village. Yes, that's been said before. Why do you have so many extra torches, anyway? It pays to be prepared. I learned that the hard way. A long time... Ah! Are you all right, Chapman? What? Yes, uh, super, couldn't be happier, super, yes. Right, uh, I'm not used to the rain. (laughs) Um, Do you you, you, you mind if I waited out here for a bit? Looks like it's getting worse out there. You've been happily walking around in it so far. Yes, but I've just started to get dry.
1: You've been here two minutes. And it's
2: really lashing it down. It'll stop as soon as you step outside. Uh, And it's just, you know, so boring back home across the square... By myself, with my light ale. Oh, fine. You hungry? A little bit. Have a carrot. Oh, thanks.
0: Hmm.
1: Home in the Dark was written by Lauren Shippen and was performed by Felix Trench as Rudyard, Beth Eyre as Antigone, and Tom Crowley as Eric Chapman, with additional voices by Holly Campbell. The script was edited by David K. Barnes and the music composed by James Whittle. The programme was recorded at the Coach House studio and was directed and produced by Andy Goddard and John Wakefield.
0: These fun fragments have been such a joy to work on and I really hope you guys are enjoying them as much as we enjoyed reading the scripts and then making them and bringing them to you. But of course, as I said at the start, we really want to bring you a full cast season three with everything that entails, the music, the eight part scripts, the writers and hopefully our summer special. And we need to raise £8,000 to do that £10,000. For the summer special so thank you for all of your generosity so far and please head over to woodenovercoats.com and follow the links to our kickstarter i hope to speak to you again very soon because if we raise four thousand pounds our next fun fragment will be on your feed Of course, Lauren Shippen, who we love and adore, produces and writes The Bright Sessions. And if you want to know any more about The Bright Sessions, head to thebrightsessions.com or search for it on iTunes. And it comes highly recommended from all of us at the Wooden Overcoats team. But for now, enjoy yourselves.